power pass. I told you I'd be back, and now I'm here. You had the power for about an hour. This town's about to winter town. Hello and welcome to Power Playthrough, a Ranger Review podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And today we are talking about the ninja encounter, the introduction of Rocky, Aisha, and Adam. Yeah, the Stone Canyon trio. Yeah. You know what? Um, I think we're a couple of days removed, but this is like, yeah, I think we're like two days past the 24th anniversary of this. At the time of recording. Yeah, at the time of recording, excuse me. At the time of recording this, this is a couple of days removed from the 24th an- anniversary of this episode. Yes. So that's pretty cool. But, um, so the Ninja Encounter, uh, so... This is all Shuki Levy joint. Yeah, so Shuki Levy wrote all of these, and he also directed them alongside Shell Danielson. Yeah. They came out November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th of 94, so we're just going to do it as one episode. Yeah, I got to commend Shuki and Shell, because I feel, and it really shows, I feel like the second part of this was not, like there was nothing for them. There's nothing for them, and they really, really, really stretched to... To make it a three-parter? Yeah, to yeah. to fill this quota. Well, like, you always notice that when something big happens, like, they were trying real hard to keep that that Zach, uh, Trini, Jason thing under wraps. Yeah. So they brought in the big dogs to direct yeah, they didn't the want intro. To, yeah, on the surface, they wanted to keep it on the surface. There's no trouble, you know? Yeah. So... But um, this episode starts out with at Angel Grove Park, and we have a scene that we've seen before, which is all of the kids having a picnic. Have a parknick. Have a parknick. And we get, like, one of the only songs with lyrics throughout these three episodes. And it's not a Wasser joint. No, but it's very, uh, you know what? They did a good job of making it sound like something that may have been on the radio in 94. Yeah, I felt like I was watching Pete and Pete again. It, yeah, you've mentioned that. It was a very Pete and Pete theme-sounding song. Yeah. But uh, all the Rangers are sitting at the, at the park, and Kimberly mentioned like, this is one of her favorite songs, and we're suspiciously only showing Billy, Tommy, and Kimberly until it cuts to Trini, who is, is very much from... Uh, season one. Season one. Early season one. Yeah. The, uh, we see a man pushing his uh, baby... And a stroller yeah. going down the park path, and we get introduced to our three uh, bright smiles. Where uh, Adam, we I, don't get their names yet, do we? We don't get their. I don't believe so. No, they we, only talk well, about they, the kid they, named Jacob. They come up in rollerblades, and I do want to say, man, rollerblade foley work mm-hmm. is amazing. I do love the sound of rollerblades clacking about. You know, yeah. it, it is very nice. Uh, they say hi to Mr. A, and then they and then they continue on their path. So they're just establishing 
these characters, and that's it. Yeah. Um, the uh, our Rangers are watching one of those portable TVs with those five inch screens. Yeah, and they've got the antenna up, getting yeah. the clearest picture anyone's yeah, ever actually, gotten on incredible. one of those. You know, Billy probably did some work on it. Yeah, you know, to supercharge it. But um, there, there's a news report on the Ninja Tournament. And there's these three ninjas from, I forgot the name of their Hasper. Hasper? Hasper. Hasper High School? No, they're just the three ninjas of Hasper because the trio, they aren't the Stone Canyon High trio. Yeah. They're just the ninjas of Stone Canyon. That's right. So they're, they're, they're the ones to beat. every Southern California town's got its own trio of... Yeah. Excuse me. Trio of ninjas. <laughs> they're, they're the ones to beat, apparently. And they're uh, they're kind of they're cutting a promo honestly because uh, this this news reporter is talking about him and they take it from him. They're like, no one could beat us. We're the best ninjas. Blah, blah, blah. It's not, yeah. You know, like, and in the Angel Grove Juice Bar, while all of you fat slobs are eating your popcorn and whipped cream cups, <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna be knocking out the Stone Canyon Ghost Ninjas. I guess that's a big. The stone, yeah. They wear white. They they are wearing white. I no, I know what you meant. Like I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're talking all kinds of smack on any. Yeah, they're any, saying anyone stepping up, any challengers. They're 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 the ones. And it was funny is because they're just a couple yards away, sitting on the hill. Yeah, uh, and I think they're. Mm, I want to say they're watching it or at least listening to it. Pre tapes, man. Yeah, pre tapes, but um. Uh, they're they're wearing all black. They're real rude. Tommy calls them. It's, Tommy calls them some jerks. Kimberly calls them clods. They hope they hope well, Stone Canyon beats them. Uh, Billy calls them jerks and he goes, "Yeah, but they're undefeated jerks." Good call. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> Don't care if they're jerks. They haven't been beaten. So these dudes are some real rude boys. And Why you know- isn't Tommy competing in that? I don't know. Because Jason and Zach aren't there to back him up. I guess so, man. That I mean, absolutely so, man. Because, <laughs> um, so they're real rude boys, and who likes a cut of their jib? But none other than our than our daddy of evil, Lord Zed. He wants to get them so he can make his own troop to defeat the Power Rangers. Yes, yeah. you know that's a priority. Um, he, he likes loves their, the mean streak. Yeah, he loves their mean streak. He wants to show them how to use it. Back at the park, those bad boys are sitting on a hill, just. Yeah. Just, just giving each other daps and like high fives and they're stuff. They're excited they're, that they're going to be on they're TV. They're stoked. They're all sitting there with their flat black like helmets and stuff. And um, Mr. A, the guy we were introduced with the baby, is sitting on a bench with his said baby. And the baby reaches into the bag for some cookies, I think yeah. it was said. And the stroller rolls off and it hits one of the bikes of the bad boys. Yeah. They get like, they get real heated with this guy. They grab him by the shoulder aggressively. Even though the stroller weighs nothing and just you know barely yeah. barely touch the bikes, they look like they're going to seriously injure this man before he notices the baby stroller is now rolling down the hill along with the baby in it. The one thing that I'll say about the Hasper kids is that generally, if you did something like this and your baby ran away, they'd be like, "No, no, screw your baby. <laughs> You're dealing with our bikes right now. I don't care about your kids. I only care about this. This is my yeah. baby." They do go like, uh, "I ain't touching that." Yeah. And they just let him go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so the baby's rolling down this parkway now. and It's our... a real Ghostbusters 2 situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
the Stone Canyon kids see it, and now they're going they're going after the baby. And we get some wildness throughout this episode, and it starts here because we get some wire work action. Uh, there's some crazy flip that Adam does yeah. over over some barrels, flipping backwards. Uh, Rocky is there's a for some reason a construction worker walking around with some plywood. Yeah, just crossing the path and. He Rocky comes out. to a spinning stop and then ducks under and goes. Uh, the baby, the baby stroller uh, almost hits some like workers laying cement or something. I have to imagine. Yeah, not quite sure. Uh, it's a wild chase. It's like a lot of good extra work. Do um, you think that this scene coming into it inspired the opening scene of the movie? Hmm. Not the opening, opening like. Yeah, no, no, no. I know what you mean. Not, not like. Uh, I got you. I got you. Like the, not the, the rollerblades. Yeah, the, the roller. The very the, the next, goof boot and scene. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I I think I think the world influenced because man, rollerblades were super dope. They were super dope, but you got an introduction to agility of these kids with rollerblades and then they're like yeah that was a really I think big yeah scene. I think they're I mean it's definitely the look they definitely saw them like man these kids look great in the gear let's put them all in white and send them on their way yeah like let's let's get them yeah cuz they they look great probably there's probably something here like I, I hmm. imagine um the baby stroller crosses a hot dog stand and, and that since skulls it, at. and since it's a hot dog stand Vulcan skull are there also, we forgot to mention, but it's okay because it'll play in right now. We saw Bulk and Skull briefly in the background, passing by the Rangers, and Bulk and Skull both had this monstrosity. Yeah, I it's, don't know what it was. It's a scoot. Maybe this was a real thing. I, of course, we didn't research. It I because, seem to think know. it was a real thing, but it it's seems, a, doesn't it? It seems like this was trying real hard to be to jump on that train of extreme sports. Or well, like I feel cool like sports. you could probably get on it and then like do a trick where you step on the front and then uh, uh, the yeah, back and yeah. you can. I think so, man. So this is a the best way to describe it. It looks like a. It's a scoot board. It's it's a scoot board. That's the best way to name it. But it looks like several skateboards fashioned together uh, nose to tail in a, like, U shape. Yeah. So you can step on the back end one and hold the one in front by the nose and use it like a scooter. And then you could, like, step down on it and, like, skate on it like a skateboard. This thing might have been real. But it's weird. It, it, like, it's why I think it might be real because it's, it's so weird to not be mentioned. Yeah. The only way it wasn't mentioned was because this was just a thing, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, this is a scoop board, you know? No worries. Don't don't bat an eye at that. Yeah. But Bulk and Skull have that. And you know what they do when they see this baby go by? They, they go, oh, no, a baby. And they take off towards the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Not like not like in the way that they attack yeah. women generally, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, in in a way where they're trying to save the baby. Yeah, yeah that like Skull says that baby's taking himself for a walk, and then Bulk's like that baby's strolling himself, <laughs> and they chase after it. But like good Samaritans, like yeah. like they they freak out and they go after him because they're good boys. And they put know? their helmets on too because they don't want to get hurt. Yeah, that's important. But, God, I've seen the scoop board again. It is such a Frankenstein. Of and 
I'm really upset with the people of Angel Grove because oh, no, this is all... a 15 pound baby in a in an empty stroller. Yeah, and people see it coming and they don't put their arm out to stop it. They just move out of the way or they ignore it completely. Yeah, like there's this old man and woman couple, and they just see it go by and they're like, "No, I'm gonna eat this corn dog." Okay, we gotta look this thing up. That must be real. And <laughs> we gotta track one down. That's a goal. Do we put it? Uh, do we put a video of you riding it downhill on the oh, power play through YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm down for that. Absolutely. So this thing's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, the old couple just ignore it, and then our um. The crazy thing that the old couple ignore is that the Stone Canyon trio jump into the air. They, yeah, they jump off the pavement. They jump off the pavement onto the grass. And they fly about 30 meters. <laughs> 30 meters? Is that, I don't know, is that a lot? I feel 90 like feet. It, oh, that's 90 feet? Okay. Whew. I was like, Dan, you may be saying something crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just stupid. Don't worry. <laughs> and Adam hits this ladder that he's going he by. He pulls and, the ladder. Yeah, and he knocks this putty actor off in front of this old couple who also don't react. Look at them, like, highlighting this thing. This is definitely a real... Saban had stake in the scoot board. I think I'm going to take a second here to look up the scoot board. And we're back. And we now are learned on the rad board. I am a doctor of rad board. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing called the rad, the rad board. And this is what we see these boys on. Uh, this thing would have maimed you, yes. by, by the way, if you were on it and you crashed. This thing would have 100% maimed you. Yes. Uh, regardless, I want one, even though it says, wait, like looking at an old advertisement for it, it's, it says very clearly uh, it had a weight restriction of 150 pounds. Uh, By the way. Bulk's not 150. Bulk is, yeah, bulk is on that. That's mm, <laughs> no tea, no shade. Well, tea, but no shade. All tea, no shade? Yeah. All tea, no shade. Uh my boy is not 150 pounds. Like, I understand that. and But I do want one. I will be looking into tracking one down. If it, you yeah. would like to send us a rad board <laughs> and have... If you we, have, we will send. We will put one film on YouTube and yeah. send one film to you. Yeah, the one to you will be the first time that Freddie rides the rad board down, <laughs> and then the video on YouTube will be the funniest time, which could be the same time. <laughs> which yeah, which could be the same time, which will be nice for us because it'll save us a lot of shooting. Yes. Um. Yeah. But if you have this thing kicking around in a shed, because that's the only place I could see it, we want it. This thing. That's isn't that like isn't this the? I feel like that's the thing you would go into your friend's shed. Yeah, and it's like that monstrosity's in the corner. Yeah, let's hop on this radboard scooter skate. Yeah, that eldritch horror of extreme sports. So if you have one, contact us on Twitter or Instagram, please, and <laughs> let us know how we can get this radboard from you. <laughs> yeah, because this is important. I'm in. I'm I'm 100% in. But yeah, uh, the pursuit continues. So Bulk and Skull are riding down on this rad board. Yeah. And they run into the trope of two guys. Is this that part? No. This is not that part. Let's go back. Uh, Aisha, Rocky, and Adam are all going, and they jump. 
Yeah, they jump like yeah, they they you, they fly they fly across that old couple and we said like uh um Adam knocks over that putty actor. Uh the our Rangers and you know, obviously no Zach, Trini, or yeah. Jason are running down the path. Uh we get just We didn't wait. mention that Tommy's wearing green because they did have to match it to some oh, Green yeah. Ranger time. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing green so, because they had to match it to season one, Tommy. Um the next shot we get of the boys on the rad board is actually like way too well shot, like yeah. to highlight this thing. But then right after that, it shows them tumbling down the grass. Yeah, which is pretty funny. And then behind all of that is Mister A, who can't keep up. Yeah, uh, this th- thing's going. the The baby is going through like in between trees and stuff. And yeah, like I said, it's a real Ghostbusters two situation. And like you said, the the boys go through a sign that says Ninja Tournament Finals, and then they take a big spill into a bush. Yeah, and that is our out for Bulk and Skull for the rest of this chase. They come back in at the end. They come back in after the day is saved. Yeah. But let's just get to cut to that part. We come to a hill, and the stroller's about to go over the hill. Yeah, he just makes a beeline for it. Aisha does this amazing Superman jump. Yeah, she, the, the other boys. So Oh, like, no, yeah. Kimberly jumps. Kimberly just clears like clears uh, uh, Billy and Tommy while Aisha gets vaulted like... Forward, yes, with uh, some wires. <laughs> yeah, and they both they both land at the same time to uh, stop the baby from going off the cliff. They make I, a I, point I, in showing Aisha's ankles, and I know for a fact that if you land hard like that on those rollerblades, your ankles are broken. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I actually I've seen some gnarly falls. Like I used to look up um, YouTube videos of like uh, rollerblade, like uh, I don't, like, I can't. I can't rollerblade. Well, rollerblade like half pipes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You can tell, man. That is, whew, that is not a fall you want. You ever watch that show that uh, the lead singer of Papa Roach used to host late night on MTV? Oh called, like, yeah, crunched or something like that. <laughs> I don't think it was crunched. It was. Uh, uh, it was all terrible skateboard oh accidents gosh. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember that one guy who had his, who like who fell on his hand and his like. His palm bone was sticking out of his palm. Yeah. Uh, and it was so white, like incredibly white. And I didn't think that. That's the first time I ever threw up watching TV. What was that called? Uh, okay, after Googling Papa Roach injury show, <laughs> literally, I got the answer. And that's unfortunately not crunched, but scarred. <laughs> yeah, scarred. I do remember scarred. Mid-2000s stuff. Yeah, man. That was a fun time. Yeah, they, they showed some stuff on there. I don't remember if there's any sweet rollerblading biffs. That time of MTV yeah. was the best time of MTV. You can say it real late, and they, they just kept you entertained. Because they had that show where they put the kids in, like, haunted places. And don't make, I'm not going to make you Google it. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Again. No, we'll talk about it after the show. Okay. But the intro to it was a, I'm not the one who's so far oh, away. Feel the snake bite into my veins. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Godsmack. Voodoo. 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 So Kimberly and Aisha save the baby. Voodoo. <laughs> yeah. So Kimberly and Aisha save it's, the baby. To illustrate that they're like just as agile as the Power Rangers. Yeah, except for more because. 
They were on skates. Yeah, then they do some crazy flips and all that. Yeah, Kimberly's just in docks and a dress. Yeah, that's true. She's killing it, too. Yeah. Whew. Um, yeah, so they had the baby, and they're bringing it to the park bench when uh, yeah. when uh, uh, Mr. A finally catches up. And he immediately snatches that baby out of Kimberly's hands. He's like, oh, Jacob. Oh, guys, how can I thank you? Yeah. And, uh, you know, dude, a good Samaritan thing. Yeah. Like, hey, we're just glad we got there in time. Rocky, like, yeah, it was truly awesome. And they're like, yeah, you guys were crazy on those skates. And then we get an introduction. Yeah, everyone says who they are. Rocky, Aisha, Adam. I Every time, every time I say Rocky, Aisha, Adam, I almost... I almost always like. I almost say instead of Adam, Tum Tum every single time. I like. I want to say every fiber of my being is trying to force me to say Rocky Aisha Tum Tum, and that's because I'm just you know like I grew up with three ninjas. Yeah, we talked about it. Like any, did we talk about it? We talked about three ninjas. Stop me! Well, I know we talked about three ninjas. I know we talked about three. ninjas. I just edited that episode where in I know I know in unison we said high noon at Mega Mountain. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I know we I know we talked about before, but I don't know if I ever talked about like any that I just have a problem anytime I say Rocky and then loves Emily. Yeah, like it's weird. It's weird that. It holds so much sway over me, but I am conditioned to have that phrase or Colton Tum Tum follow Rocky. You yeah, know, like it, it's really weird. But uh, yeah, so they save the baby. Uh, Bulk and Skull show up, um, and they're like, "The baby is the baby, okay?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're covered in leaves because they had a sick crash. And then Bully Tommy just laughs at them. They, yeah, they come up. There's a there's a part. <laughs> There's a part that kills me and is my kind of rib. Yeah. Um, so they ask the Stone Canyon Trio if they're here to watch the ninja competition. And Adam goes, yeah, some like that. And then Bolt comes in with, <laughs> we had to stop. We had to stop. Because Freddie just lost. Freddie Freddy slapped the chair and he went, got him. <laughs> I, it's the mo- it's so immature and the the lowest one some of the lowest form of comedy, but like mocking someone in a ridiculous voice, yeah. it is just it is oh it is everything. You like uh, it it is it is what friendship should be built on. Yeah, because <laughs> you know? like there, I mean, there's. Uh, oh, by the way, Bulk and Skull are still highlighting the rad board. Yeah, Skull has it around his shoulders. Look like I'm telling you. Look how could you look how cool you look? Well, you got the rad board around your you shoulders. Don't though. Shut up, because <laughs> you do. <laughs> got the rad. You just chilling. You like got the rad board right here. This is my rad board. You see these these two blades on each side that are pointing <laughs> towards my head. So if I fall, I impale myself, no matter what direction I fell. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Forward, backwards. Like, you go forward, backwards. Something's entering me. You have to propel yourself to the left or right. Yeah. You can never actually fall on a rad board. You have to eject. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I feel like such heinous injuries can happen with a rad board. Be careful. That's even more reason to get it out of your hands and, and find a way to get it into our hands because... 
we're not responsible, but at least you don't not have that pending doom yeah. on you. Because I don't care if that thing's sitting in the corner of your garage, it will kill you one day. That's just it. That's yeah. the rad board. I feel like every rad board has ended that way, unless it is disposed of. <laughs> the rad board is actually just in jail. That's why you can't get it. <laughs> Because they've all been locked up for it murder. Is a, it is a uh, blacked out part of history, the rad board, because of how many deaths came from it. Um, Lord so Zed. Zed, yeah, Zed is... Uh, he's getting the Cave of Despair ready because he knows that he's getting his three evil ninjas as soon as they win this competition mm-hmm. and cement themselves as the best, meanest ninjas. They're going to be locked up as his evil compatriots. Yeah, because they're going to go for it. Yeah. He's he's really crushing on him. Yeah, he likes these boys a lot. It's funny how much they're set up, honestly. Uh, and we... Go Goldar, he's like, go ahead and get them. They yeah. like say that you, they're going to serve the greatest evil leader in the universe. Yeah. You know what? Say whatever you want. Just yeah, yeah get I like em. that part. <laughs> you know, or whatever. Say whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah, just get them. That's really good. Um, the next scene we get is uh, the competition itself. And we get our not Trini, Zach, and Jason walking in. Yeah, we get we the get the backs, backs of, of their, their heads. With a, I feel like that's a wig. That's absolutely the Trini a wig. wig. Yeah, it's absolutely a wig. Um. So, but this is the final competition for, for the, the great, great ninja title. Yeah, Bulk and Skull are there. Mister A and Jacob there. Um, our Rangers are there. We got the Shadow Trio from Hasper City, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we've got White Light from Stone Canyon. Yeah, like they, yeah, they're all in white. They they pull well. It's good let's keep evil. going with the three ninjas thing because they pull the three ninjas too on us. Three ninjas kick back, man. Which is, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, maybe because of the caliber of the franchise, it's not spoken of in such a way. But three ninjas kick back is one of the greatest sequels of all time. Three ninjas kick back is the best of those movies. Yeah. Other is, than High Noon. It is incredible. It is an incredible sequel. It gives you everything you want, and it goes bigger with it. It's great. I I wanted to go to Japan for so long because of that movie. It looks amazing. Three Ninjas Kickback is is a feat of, of cinematic, uh, cinematic achievement. Three Ninjas Kickback is such a treat. Go back and watch it. But what I'm referencing is that there's a, there's a crucial part where where they uh, where Colt throws himself into the tournament because that's the whole point. You know, Grandpa is going there. He has the uh, gift that it will be given to the winner of this tournament. Yeah. And uh, due to circumstances, he can't deliver that gift anymore. So the kids tag along you know they were not supposed to but now they're here in japan so might as well deliver the gift for grandpa now it's good that they already had their passports yeah they're, they're, hey shut up man <laughs> shut up all right so colt's like i could do this you know and he's seen like the the winner like not the winner the um the 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 the, the favorite yeah and they're kicking butt and colt's like i could take him and so much so that he he puts himself in a tournament because he just, that's Colt, man. He's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He goes up against him, and it's a hard fight. That ninja ends up taking it, but it's, like, fully covered up, you know. Yeah. You can't see who they are. And then at the end, a mask, it's a girl. Oh, and, it, like, that's exactly what they pull here because I don't know who they're tricking outside of the Rangers because They these... tricked me. <laughs> not Not 30-year-old me. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but 1994 me got tricked. I might have been too, honestly. I was I... six years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably got tricked pretty good here too. Yeah. But uh, that that's what they pull here because it, these three three oh, seven seven. I yeah, because was, when was this ninety four? Yeah, you're right. So yeah, I was six. Yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. yeah. So they probably they probably tricked me. Um, but yeah, these three ninjas in their white garb are going to town. We get a lot of wire work in this whole episode. Yeah, like these guys are flying, spinning around, doing like. Yeah. incredible stuff it is a little silly that they didn't like immediately recognize that as aisha though the smallest ninja yeah but um like there's some you mean the smallest one that looks very feminine yeah yeah that has the the shape and everything yeah uh, but they go to town uh wire work like you said but besides that just some great like stunt work just a lot of agility on display here with some some like uh I forgot what it's called, but it's a very lucha move where the the arm drag turned into I don't know what it's called, but there's a lot of spinning and stuff like that and flips. Yeah. It's a good time, and uh, well, of course, our Stone Canyon trio wins. Yeah, and the bad ninjas kind of just walk out of the. They do get of, upset. They're like, "We got robbed here." Yeah, and they but they just walk out of the show, and I mean that they're gone. Yeah, and Zed is freaking out about that because. He goes, I can't have second best. So he doesn't want the evil guys anymore, but his problem is these good guys are never going to go for it. Yeah. And like Zez, uh, Goldar, Goldar says to him, oh, he's like, we, you know, well, I can grab them. And, and Zed's like, who's going to convince him to join us? You? And Goldar's like, yes, <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> like, like he was totally caught with the boss there where he's like, one of these answers is going to get me fired. Who's going to change them? You? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like he just, he, where he was uh, up against the wall and he was like, what do I say here to not get fired? <laughs> That's exactly what it felt like to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Zed's like, all right, fine. Um, so after, like when when the uh, Stone Trio one, they unmasked and all that and everyone sees them and it's Great moment. Yeah. Everyone's celebrating. Vulcan Scholar playing with a baby. Yeah. Uh, they're out. They go out in the parking lot and um, they're kind of packing up. They're going to go back to Stone Canyon, I assume, because Mr. A's packing up and I'm pretty sure Rocky, Aisha, and Tum Tum. <laughs> they, they probably rode with him. Rocky, Colt, Aisha, Adam, Tum Tum are going to ride with him. Yeah. It looks like. Uh, but because they're, they're saying their goodbyes. Billy's like, we'll keep in touch, you know, and bye, Mr. Anderson, Kimberly says. It's real nice. But then, you know, this is Angel Grove. Yeah. So we get some putties. And it's one of the funniest introductions to putties, by the way. Yeah. They, they're they in make a, a human, cheerleader truck. Yeah, they make a human pyramid. Yeah. And then they just fall on each they other. They just fall on. Yeah. It is. Well done. Well done. That was that was a real good gag. They they, they hit me with two swift punches in this, in this episode. Um, but Goldar just appears on like the, uh, side of the building, just yeah. surprising the, uh, Stone Canyon kids. And he like uses his sword to draw them all in. Yeah. Including Mr. A. And then he like takes off with them while the Rangers yeah, are occupied with the putties. Blames out. The three Rangers, they defeat the putties so easily. They all like surround him and they all jump up and do a split kick. Yeah. Like, and I they mean, they all just explode. Once, yeah, once it's. 
time to be done with them, done with them. Like yeah, <laughs> oh, you ever watch? I see in the Human Pyramid again where they fall. Jeez, these boys are fun. Oh man. Sometimes just you gotta admire what the the putties did for you. <laughs> you gotta you gotta admire the fact that nobody was doing like a QA on this. That they're like, did we shoot it? How many times did we shoot it? Once. Okay, we're using it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, this is the blooper reel where they just fell on each other. Yeah. So who cares? Use it. No. Yeah. No one cares. No one cares about this. The, yeah. Putties don't. Ha- putties don't have any air of invincibility or whatever. You can have them do. You can have. You can have them doing anything. And it tracks, you know, yeah. it, it, it makes sense. So, yeah, have fun with it. They did, man. Yeah, so they all get sucked in, and the putties are defeated by a triple kick. Yeah, And that's a wrap. A triple-double kick. Yes. Because there's six putties surrounding Billy, Tommy, and Kimberly. And like you said, they all just jump up and split kick, and they each hit two. Done. Um, so Bulk they they, they go up. they go running through the parking lot looking for him. Um, after Bulk and Skull get there first, yeah, and Bulk and Skull see him disappear, and the, and those good boys they realize that baby's by itself. And yeah, they take the baby. Yeah, and they go save the baby, yeah. and the baby looks like he's been crying all day. He's got like. He's been crying so much that he's got those like stains on the side of his cheek from yeah. the salt running down. Yeah, he's definitely had. He's definitely been uh, having a rough time on set. Today. Yeah, but they yeah they take uh, little Jacob, and when the Rangers get there, yeah, they have to figure out what to do or what uh, where they could have went. I mean, which is again always so obvious. They, the cave. So, someone's captured. Go to the cave, boys. Just don't think about it. Yeah. So they decide to go to Zordon. Alpha's got to locate track. Yeah, track, he's got to use the track scanners. Drini and Zason. <laughs> <laughs> the words I can't say. Drini, Drini, Zason. Yeah, and Tack and Jack, Jack. Yeah, Drini. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Zini, what? Zini, Trayson, and Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, those, that's some real Yu-Gi-Oh characters right there. Generation some, X. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they say that Lord Zed has captured the ninja team. He's trying to turn them into warriors. So where are they? Uh, Vulcan Skull's got the baby. So don't worry about the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Joran's like, don't worry. That's going to be the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> um, they don't know, like the baby will be safe. Um, but the other, like, yeah, the other, uh, the Stone Canyon trio is, is in the cave of despair. Yeah. So we must not allow them to. Uh, get turned to the dark side and it basically ends on that with uh because we go to our stone canyon trio inside the cave yeah we get some putties doing some jump scares for yeah. for our benefit only <laughs> <laughs> um adam is so wide-eyed and yeah innocent. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's it, they're so young. It's so crazy. Yeah. But Goldar tells them the plan that they've been chosen to work for Lord Zed, the great emperor of evil, the desperado of despair. Yeah, he's good. Good hype, man. Oh. Yeah. They're like, oh, we'll never use our powers for you. And they're like, you weren't given a choice. I'm going to show you my wooden snake later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he disappears. Yeah. Later, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess he Mr. just wants Anderson. him to simmer. Mr. Anderson. He's, is, he's already given into his death. He's yeah. just kind of looking forward, and he's like, I um, just don't know how my son's going to grow up without a I'm father. I'm really worried about Jacob. And our boys are 
uh, Bulk and Skull are sitting on a park bench yeah. with, with the baby. And this is they're trying to figure out what to do. Bulk goes into his gym bag of food. Yeah, that's how he works out. Yeah. <laughs> and he shows them all the food that he's got. He's got a pizza. He's got a sandwich. He's got a pretzel. He's got a banana. He's got a burrito. He's got a bagel. Yeah. He's got Hitting. corn. <laughs> yeah, he does have corn. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they they don't know how, what to do with a kid. But, yeah. you know, gosh darn it. These, these, they're going to take care of this, this baby. If you weren't on their side, you have no argument here. You know, these boys are, they, they have a bait. There's no gain to it for them. You know, they're not trying to find out who the power rangers are by having this baby. There is a little goof here. There's, there's a goof here because it's really, I mean, it's that whole, uh, terrible macho thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) masculinity thing because they're like baby talking to the baby trying to make it stop crying and they're stuff singing, and i'm be, a little teapot to yeah him. yeah and they got the bottle of milk and stuff and these girls walk by these uh these these young ladies walk by and they see this and both of them go <clears throat> start you know clearing their throat wasn't like, that football game real good yeah, yeah football yeah, sports football game, yeah. sports time yeah the angel growth <laughs> muskrats they did real good yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, that's so that's pretty funny, but yeah, they they, they don't want to seem like softies because again, society. Yeah, <laughs> but, but babies are great. Yeah, but they but they finish the scene by doing a little kind of like a a uh, improv version of "I'm a little teapot" with, yeah. some, with some scatting and stuff. Where they like just that. keep saying "I'm a little teapot." Well, I'm a little teapot, and here's my step. Yeah. And we go back to the Stone Canyon kids, and they're told to pick the lock. They tell Aisha to pick the lock, yeah. and. You know, they're ninjas. They can do that. Yeah. So and she starts working on it because they're not chained together that well. They're really not chained together at all. They but could yeah. probably but, get but it. But Aisha has the lock, so yeah, that'll that'll do it if they get that. But we get left on a to be continued, and we're going to go right into the ninja counterpart two. Okay, and it's going to take 20 seconds. Nothing happens in this episode. Nothing happens in this episode. I hate this episode tr- so much. This is the darkest time this episode killed me this episode i i was like i don't want to do this show i this episode stopped me for a second yeah i dan can attest he saw me die in this chair he saw like this episode is 20 minutes long and it took 45 minutes to get through without us pausing it yeah so sort of it what it seemingly was the longest episode i've ever watched in my life so Anything of note, right? Anything of note. We get more fake Zach, more fake Trini, more fake Jason. Uh, we get introduced to a wooden snake that is sitting. It's called the Snake of Darkness, Dest- Snake of Destruction, yeah. which needs an hour to become real. Snake of Snusnuction. And then it was is going to bite unless they decide. Yeah, so they have an hour to decide to be evil, or the snake bites them and turns them evil. Well. The snake, if they decide they want to work for Lord Zed, they yeah. get to keep their minds. Oh, that's and if right. the snake bites them, they become mindless drones of evil. So either stay who you are and willingly serve us, or we'll just we'll just uh, mind wipe you and you, you'll be evil. Yeah. Uh, other things to note, there's a thing called jetting. Yes. So the monster is introduced, and it is called... Uh, Terror Blossom. Terror Blossom. It's and, a, uh, Gor- I forgot his name, but it's a Gorma. Uh, he's 
he's the one that makes people go wild and die yeah. in danger. And here he just freezes people. Yeah, so but he can also summon other monsters. Yeah. So they Which, don't really have much fight footage for him. Yeah. So what he does is he freezes Is that the next one? No. No, he freezes no. him in this because that's a big plot point or stupid plot point. No, he freezes him in the next one. Is it the next one? Because they show up. Is there really nothing that happens in this one except for just the... the they show up Yeah. just to face the Hatchosaurus because the Bloom disappears. Yeah, so Bloom summons the Hatchosaurus, our old friend. Mm-hmm. And the same thing happens where they blow him up and Cardiotron's still alive, so he reforms and all that. Yeah. It's... it's I'm Guys, 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 you can skip this episode. I've never been... I've never disliked an episode as badly as disliked this. And it like, and you know what? It's not, it's not, I, I feel like it's not on Shuki. It's not on Shell Danielson. This is clearly. This could have been a two-parter. It should have been a two-parter. This, they had an episode quoted to me and they were pressed into this. And that's honestly it. Cause I can't really think of any logical reason for the footage we get in this there's a lot of stupid like the jetting part red I, ranger yellow ranger and black ranger fly, fly. they fly they because superman fly they state that while teleporting you can't see what's going on so they're flying to find the terrible even though there's still like so like what we came up with is that usually zordon teleports them to a set location yeah or they teleport to a set location. But they Since they track. don't know the location, they have to fly. Yeah. But as far as why was this, for production reasons, why was this shot? No idea. Yeah. No idea. Just like you could have just teleported them there and just have the American footage of them fighting because that's what they have. It's not like they had to match something to Japanese footage. This is just nothing there's this this is here for no this is all this is this entire episode is superfluous nothing to it there's a lot of transporting for no reason because kimberly billy tommy are transported to the cave where everyone's being held and then they're told nope zach trini and jason have been frozen you need to go get them and it's all farts Boys and girls. Then Zach, Trini, and Jason, they literally don't want to have suit actors anymore, so they put them in mannequin costumes. Yeah, they put suits on mannequins. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the Hatchosaurus fight is nothing. Yeah. They get in the Megazord, and they, they destroy it, like you said. Cardiotron is... Also, what's really weird about this episode, the music is really, really no. weird. It feels like a stripped-down version of themes. You know what's really weird is that there's a part where Hatchosaurus shoots electricity and hits Dino Megazord straight up. The, oh, yeah. They're, like, the fights with um, the fights with Hatchosaurus, who is obviously a Z-Ranger monster, is fighting is fighting the Dino Megazord. And there's, there's a couple shots where they don't even bother. There's a part where we see the power sword. Yeah, th- they grab the straight-up power sword out of the ground. Yeah. Everything's Dino Megazord. They realize that Cardiotron's still back, so they have to fight Hatchosaurus a second time. Yeah. They're trying to let Tommy go free so he could save the kids. They break their locks, they get out, they start fighting putties, and then Goldar shows up, freezes them again, locks them back up in chains. It really, it, like, it is the most excruciating episode. You Every time you think, okay, we're done... It steps back a bit. It is insane how how painful this one was. This was like a bad time. 
bad, 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 bad time. Like I said, the music is weird. We, I feel like we get songs where, like, the left speaker's out or something. It yeah. feels, like, incomplete. It feels like stripped-down versions of songs that we know. There's, like, we get the White Ranger theme, but it's just, like, the rhythm guitar. I don't know what's happening. Everything feels like it fell out. We did forget to mention one thing hmm. from the first episode. There were no Power Rangers in that episode. It was only just kids. Oh, yeah. Yep. That episode That's also it. ran like a dream because it was very enjoyable. Yes. But this one, it just sucks. It just sucks so bad. And and we're not going to spend any more time talking about it because that's all you're going to get is just us saying it sucks over and over and over and over yeah. again. But, but yeah. over and over, White Ranger, Blue Ranger, Pink Ranger go to the cave. They go to the cave twice during this episode and then just leave. It's painful. And it's not even done because in the third episode we get a little bit more of that. Yeah. But um, yeah, so Ninja Encounter Part 3. Um like we said, November 2nd, November 3rd, this is November 4th. Uh, the Stone Canyon kids are still trapped because the White Ranger has left them behind three times. There's Yeah, they are in such a pressing danger. They they It's so weird because they brought back the Frozen Rangers to the command center and then... To unfreeze them. And they bothered with that instead of just going to get... Because they defeat Hatchasaurus. The Bloom is still out there, but they defeat Hatchasaurus, who's no longer destroying the city. Yes. So they have the Frozen Rangers in the safe confines of the command center. They can go get the kids, and that's it. But they decide that the Bloom is more of a threat because it can freeze the city. It's also looking for a place of of heat to repopulate or to uh, cultivate, whatever it's called. It's, it's, It's... it's, it's a to plant. To make multiples of itself. Yeah, it's a plant. So it wants to send out its spores and, like, create more. Yeah. So the kids are watching the snake come close to them. <laughs> yeah, it comes alive. And they're freaking out. Don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. It's a snake. Step on it. <laughs> you said that's, that's it. You said that so many times. You were so angry at this predicament. It's like a. It's like the weakest Bond trap. Yeah. You know, like a James Bond trap where he's tied to the table and the laser's coming at him. It's that, but just weak <laughs> but at the same time their feet aren't chained it's just their wrists no they could just stomp it feels like they're only like so the chain goes to a post on either side of them yeah but there's a lot of slack in it if they could have st- even stepped on that rock that they're sitting on yeah um mr a is like you know be optimistic can't give up hope now aisha's just the only one really because she's like the power rangers might save us I rocky's mean- like they don't even know who we are yeah. And Adam's like, yeah, sounds, you know, sounds like, what has he put it? Uh, He's like, it's pretty doubtful if you ask me oh, that yeah, they're yeah, going to show pretty, up. It's pretty doubtful if you ask me. So Aisha's like, shut up. Just keep it together. Yeah. And uh, A has to be like, oh, remember my baby. I just I just have to keep believing that my son's not in that hot car out in Southern California. Yeah. Also, there was no baby bulk or bulk and skull footage in the second episode at all. There wasn't. Yeah, I wanted to say there was, but there really wasn't. There was nothing redeeming of the episode. So, but speaking of the baby, speaking of little Jacob, they're at the park still. Uh, they have all the food splayed on the table, and there's flies all over it. And, but a lot of it's eaten. Yeah, a lot of it's eaten. Uh, but bulk, we we see bulk with a clothespin on his nose because yeah. the baby took a dookie. Yeah, he, he made a little boom boom in his <laughs> in his overalls. Yeah, 
And Bulk is just trying to buy time. Yeah. We don't know why he's trying to buy time, but he's trying to buy time. And it's revealed to us as Skull comes charging into frame. With 30 boxes of Pampers. Dropping every one of them except for one. Yeah. And when he comes in, he, I really thought he cursed here. <laughs> it sounded so, like, obviously. He's like, oh, Bulk, this is mad. Yeah. Can't repeat it, but it was it's funny. Like, thank, thank Jeebus. For our boys, like they've, they have, they were the strongest part of these uh, three episodes. When it comes in, Bulk tries to strong arm Skull. He's like, "Nope, now you got to change him, Skull." And he goes, "I paid for the diapers. You change him." Good call. Good point. Yeah. Sound reason. It's it's that whole thing when like, remember last episode or we talked about who calls to get pizza and you said Dustin. Yeah. Um. When I was out in Pennsylvania for New York Comic Con mm-hmm. last year, uh, the my friend he has this whole policy. He goes, "If you call to order the pizza, I pay for it." Oh, oh. I'm taking that every time. Yeah, I am taking that every time. If you call, I'll pay because that's how little he wants to talk on the phone. I appreciate that, and I'll man, I'll put on my voice because I do have a business voice, and I would. I mean, I think we all do. You know, we all have that business voice. I lost it. Yeah? I lost it after I left that theater. <laughs> well, I will, I will put on theirs. I will call any pizza place, and I will do that if I'm getting free pizza out of it. Oh, my gosh, yes. But, yeah, so they do, like, um, they flip a coin for it. it bulk loses. Bulk loses. Uh, Skull says, couldn't think of a better man for the job. So they start a... So this is very interesting. So... We get a sequence. They start a montage of Bulk trying to change this baby, and they do it to the Bulk and Skull music. Mm-hmm. But this was changed for the Netflix and the DVD releases because they didn't have the license to the song that they used. Yeah, and you can kind of was... tell tell this because the Bulk and Skull song goes on for a while, and you can you tell it's looped. And all yeah. That. But the song that they originally used was the Babysitting Boogie by Buzz Clifford. Yeah, which we listened to. Yeah. <laughs> Off of his album, Babysitting with Buzz Clifford. <laughs> so does he make children's music, you think? Uh, I want to say that he probably made Splish Splash. <laughs> you know the song I'm talking yeah, about, I know, right? Yeah, I know the song I'm talking about. Yeah, let's see. I'm going to look at his album. Shake, Rattle, and Roll. That sounds babyish. Long Tall Sally. Well, Golly Gosh, long, OG. Long Tall Sally. Wow. Three Little Fishes. Pididdle. <laughs> the face padiddle <laughs> the face you're making on the word padiddle <laughs> oh uh. is it padiddle Ooh, yeah man i got some stuff to say he, about he padiddle <laughs> he, yeah that's his realm that's his realm of expertise for sure buzz clifford he got a job when he was 14 and said this is what all my records are gonna be about yeah Padiddle. Yeah. Oh, boy. You know, since we're we're still under the hour, Mark. We're in the third episode, so we're doing good. Yeah, we're doing good. Because uh, we skipped a whole episode. Just talk about the... Because this is just what we do when we're watching Power. Just talk about the 90s for a second. You brought in some... Uh, with some, uh, some string cheese. Yeah. And the brand you had, you made me real happy. Cheese head? Cheeseheads. Yeah. 
because they had that cool little mascot. You know what I miss most, though, about string cheese? What? The type of string cheese I miss? The mix? Not the mix. Not the Colby Jack. No, I'm talking about the one that's white, yellow, white, Yeah, yellow. yeah, not that. Not that. The one I miss, and this was amazing, and I couldn't really get it much because I grew up poor. But now and then we got it, which was the string cheese, and in the middle was marinara. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Did you did you ever encounter that? So I mean, you. I'm gonna that, tell you a little little you, fact. Well, you don't like that, but do you remember that? Just just let me know. Uh, I don't remember it because it's definitely something I wouldn't like. When I get mozzarella sticks at a restaurant, I yeah. don't get marinara. Well, I don't either because or most, ranch most of the time because I'm not disgusting. <laughs> most of the time, I don't like the marinara at a at a place unless it's a pizza place. What about from the pepper mill? Yeah. We'll do that. <laughs> that's the pepper mill. <laughs> it's a uh, different story, Dan. <laughs> this pepper mill is also a special occasion. So, yeah, I, I will have the marinara. But most of the time, any place I get the, the, the mozzarella sticks at or the mozzarella bricks at, like in case of uh, Olive Garden, I will not really dip in the marinara. I just don't like it. I like marinara sauce from pizza places like... Pizza, Little Caesar, stuff like that. I like the little, like getting an extra sauce cup of that, you know, but not not at like yeah, restaurants. I was gonna say you are a fan of the crazy combo. <laughs> yes, I am a fan of the crazy combo. Um, but yeah, they there was string cheese where it had marinara sauce or like flavoring. I don't know, like it was they had like a a sauce center, and that was the wildest thing to me, and it was so good to me because I'm. Again, I'm for that. But, um, yeah, I didn't have it too often because, again, I grew up poor and that was like a, that was like a, it was, it was obviously more expensive. That cost some money to make, you know? Yeah. Making string cheese and then injecting some in the middle of it. Jeez. How do you even eat that? Because you can't string it out. You got to just bite it. Cut chunk of chomp. Yeah. Do you? (laughs) Chewy chomp chomp. Would you ever think about breading that and frying that at home uh yeah <laughs> i mean not back then but now yeah uh, yeah you know what i would use to bread it crushed up miss vicky's jalapeno chips oh, miss vicks with the jalapeno yeah oh my gosh dan that is such a fat boy treat <laughs> I would crush those up. Yeah. Oh. Get the dredge. Oh, mm. boy. That sounds good. Man, I miss childhood so much. Like, that's something we would do now as adults, but, geez, like, things and stuff like that, like, there were some good times back then. Um, There's also some. So, when I first yeah. met you guys, mm-hmm. there was a day where I was supposed to come hang out with all of you, mm-hmm. and I think it was at Leon's house. Okay. Something with Tony. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that night I decided to try a food experiment Yeah, where I wrapped a hot dog in bacon, stuck a stick in that, wrapped it in some pepper jack cheese, made my own corn dog batter out of Ms. Vicky's jalapeno chips, and I dipped it and fried it. I ate one. And didn't feel great. My sister ate half of one and said, Dan, I can't do it. I can't do it. I ate the other one. I ate the half that yeah. she didn't eat. And then slept for 18 hours after my arm went numb. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that would do it to you. <laughs> that was, 
That's some pretty heavy <laughs> stuff there, man. That's you can't you can't have anything uh, scheduled for a day of that. Man. Well, I was supposed to just eat that and then come out yeah, like come I on. wasn't dying. Yeah, no, like all plans are nixed. I was actively dying after that. One. Keep your day open. Keep your night open. Probably most of the next day too. Yeah. If you're eating, oh, if you're eating a homemade corn dog out of bacon. Uh, Miss Vicks jalapeno chips for for uh, batter and what was it other there's pepper jack cheese pepper jack cheese dude jeez oh boy mm. my gird's acting up <laughs> listening to that actively it's, dying yeah it is getting worried hearing that oh but there was so <sighs> I took two bites and started yeah. sweating. <laughs> <laughs> So, speaking of just uh, food from childhood, I think we discussed this before on the podcast, but was the McRib, okay, the McRib, and I'm talking about because it's about that season, it's coming around very soon here. When this was recorded. Yeah, we're, yeah when this was recorded, so beginning of November, uh, we're, this, the McRib, the, it's, it's in the air. You know, its presence is looming. <laughs> it is a biological <laughs> attack. Yes. Yeah, it is a yeah, it is a event. It is an event for the Earth that happens, you know, every year. But uh, it is near, right? Mm -hmm. So much so that I got a warning on my McDonald's app. <laughs> you know, kind of like one of those alerts you get on your phone, like that one that we got in October about the presidential alert system. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, if you have the McDonald's app, it'll do that. It'll do that same thing when the McRib is coming around. <laughs> <laughs> it'll warn you. But um, so the McRib was like invented in the 80s. Yeah. Right. But I feel like I've talked about this. Maybe if we're not on the show, but with you at least. Maybe it was Alex. I don't know. But the McRib came back because of the Flintstones, right? The Flintstones movie? Yeah. It definitely did, right? Yeah. I feel like it came back because of the Flintstones. And now movie. every year. Yeah. We don't have a Flintstones movie every year, but we get the McRib back every year. We do have some kind of Flintstones WWE special. <laughs> yeah. we. Uh, it is a crisis every year, though, for sure. But speaking of the Flintstones, something that I recovered as, we were, as I was hanging out with the boys was that I used to think... Dude, I heard your stomach just do that. Yeah, yeah. That probably the mic did too. <laughs> but um a memory I recovered with the boys was that so you uh I believe it's was a Bulls on Parade, you know the Rage Against the Machine song? Bulls on Parade. I believe that's the one where it's uh the rally around your family. Mm-hmm. Pocket full of shells. Yeah. I used to think you were talking about the Flintstones currency. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I thought he was talking about like having money i thought he was talking about fred flintstone and the shells because the movie came out and like so now you know it's in the zeitgeist it's now like such a current thing everyone knows that the flintstones use shells for their currency i thought that i thought the rage against like i don't know that was a real dumb baby but <laughs> i really thought that the rage against the machine song was about Fred. propaganda for the Flintstones oh, yeah. movie. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't like. I can't dissect it now because it's all stupid. 
But when he said shelves, all I could think about was Fred Flintstone and his pockets full of shelves. So money. It was a good day. Rally around your family with a pocket full of shells. Doesn't that sound like a like a now like a good thing if you think of it that way and not <laughs> No. No, rally around your family with a pocket full of shells. It you got, sounds like you we're got, living in the purge. You got all your family and now you now you have lots of money to spend on them because you love them. Oh, see, I'm thinking <laughs> that it sounds like we're in the purge because I got a pocket full of shells because it's that one night a year that someone come in my house and murder me and get away with it. Yes, yeah, but you I got to protect you, everyone. You still think of shotgun shells? I'm just saying, if you put it, that's where I thought of it, or that's how I thought of it was that you rally around your family and you got a pocket full of shells and you're gonna buy them all gifts. I keep thinking about the McRib. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking about how much I hate the McRib. Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking about, I remember being in high school and they had that pressed rib meat sandwich that was a McRib that didn't have pickles on it. Yeah. And I think about how good that was. You can still kind of get that if you go to a Walmart. Uh-huh. They got a hearty rib sandwich in the in the deli area. Mm. It's just packaged. Like, I'll... I guess we'll have to go to Walmart and point it out to you, but it's called a hearty rib sandwich, and it's just it's just basically a McRib, but no onions, no pickles, which is how I get it anyway. And um, I don't like their barbecue sauce on it; it's too sweet. You should try this one; it may be your thing, Dan. You, <laughs> you can put it <laughs> the hearty put, rib sandwich. You put it in the microwave for a minute twenty-five. I have gout. <laughs> I can't eat things like that anymore. <laughs> Take a bite. Welcome to Gerd and Gout, our new disease <laughs> yeah, pod. Pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> hey, I've maintained my grip, man. I took care of it. Like, you just take those ginger pills. I'm healthy. Yeah, okay. You do that. But I don't know I, what you do about gout. I love steak so much. I love steak, too, yeah. I, th- The fact that I had to cut Gen Korean barbecue out of my diet mm-hmm. is probably... One of my biggest regrets is that I can't go give this place $20 for them to give me as many plates of raw meat as I can eat with a hot plate in the middle. Yeah. And that's that's how you identified where you got the gout. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had that same epiphany with the GERD because I was like, why, why do I have this? Oh, is it from that day <laughs> that you... Got those sour worms? <laughs> that was that was after the fact. That was that was that was after I knew of the danger, and I still did that. And you, ate the ones that you dip in the powder. Yeah, yeah. And you just ate all the powder, mm-hmm. and then you washed it down with the root beer, and then you felt so bad for an hour. And then yeah. you took two shots of vinegar and just laid there on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that no, that that was after the fact, after I knew of the danger. But um, beforehand, like when I first got it, I was like, why do I have this? And then I did a little thinking. And I was like, oh, I love sour stuff. I love spicy stuff. That makes sense. And then I remember the time when I went to Walmart. And, you know, like in the candy section, they have that, that uh, the best way I could describe it is like, um, school snack shack or teacher's snack box where it's like a box from one brand of candy yeah. like an older like Mars or something like that you've had a trolley one didn't you <laughs> no it wasn't a trolley one it was a Skittles one mm-hmm. but it has six packs of sour Skittles in there oh yeah I bought that for Tony for his birthday one year 
I ate that in two days. <laughs> the whole box of Skittles? Of sour Skittles, yes. Just sour? Yes. Okay. I ate that. And, and then there was also a period where I where I would, anytime I'd get pizza, it would just be from this place called Angelina's. And it would only be the cheese pizza because the rest, like, I mean, they're fine. But the cheese pizza was where it was at. And then I would go to Popeye's just to get the hot sauce, mm-hmm. like a fistful of those. And then I would eat the pizza by, and just drench it in that hot sauce. And it was the great, oh, also crushed red pepper. And I would just devour that thing. And you, you see, these two days is the day that your GERD finally... Well, like, this... this it, was build, I, it was building in my you. My lifestyle then, caught up to me. <laughs> so you were building up to your disease of GERD. Yeah. And then one day, you... In two days... Yeah. I'm sure you went to Angelina's in this two days. Yeah. And you said, you know what? I'm going to eat all these sour Skittles. I'm going to eat this entire pizza. And you know what? I'm going to finish it off with a sour Skittle. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you woke up and you realized that you had to go to the hospital. <laughs> I had, well, I realized that this pain wasn't going to go away. And then I, yeah, I basically had to find out that it, it all, it was, a, there's a, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. But yes, um, I get to the lifestyle caught up with me. I still love sour stuff and I still love spicy stuff, but I just also without a uh, gallbladder can't do spicy stuff so much anymore. You know, like you don't process as much uh, fat, so that spicy stuff will take a toll on your tum tum, real uh, real harsh. So I can't do spicy as much as I used to, or as intense as I used to, because I used to love that stuff. Sour, I still crave all the time. But anyway, uh, what are we doing? What are I we? can't eat. Where are we? I can't eat steak. Yeah. Too often. Yeah. They told me to stop, but I can't. Uh, I can't eat beans, which mm-hmm. isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, I'm not a big, big on that. And then pork. Pork was the big deal because, uh, like Thanksgiving ham and Christmas ham. I or... know that you don't like noodles, mm-hmm. but one of the main things that I eat is ramen, but yeah. not top, not top. I go to a ramen. Re- I'm bougie with it. I go to a <laughs> restaurant, yeah, and I get served a bowl of. A bowl of pork broth with some hot nudes, some bamboo shoot, <laughs> some seaweed, yeah, and some onions, and then two nice pieces of pork in there. And I think I'm hungry now. I can tell, but your uh, body language changed. <laughs> I'm now in the room with a predator, you know, like <laughs> you're devil. <laughs> Your whole energy shifted as you got hungry, as I witnessed you get hungry. So the Rangers, <laughs> they're in the command center and the alarm's going off. And that can mean only one thing, that the Terror Bloom is out there yeah, doing his stuff. As Billy is running his uh, Billy machine over the mannequins. Yeah, because it's looking for a heat source to, to germinate its seeds. There it is. Germinate. That was the word and, I was uh, they're like, well, he freezes things. Why does he need heat? And they're like, well, even Lord Zed can't skip the cycle of life. Or yeah, he, even Lord Zed has to abide by the laws of nature. Yeah. I think you said. And I was like, no, he turned a he turned a pink gorilla suit into a monster. Shut up, Zordon. He turned a drawing of a beetle into a beetle. He turned a purse into a purse head monster, along with a, that's the cycle of life. Along with lipstick. <laughs> that those are both real. <laughs> well. 
I'm well, just I, the other Rangers have been unfrozen, and Jason's very short compared to Tommy. Yeah, Jason's very not Austin. Yeah, or Eric. At that. Yeah, they, yeah. I don't know who that so, guy is. The Rangers spring into action to go face the Terror Blossom, and you know what? He needs to grow big already. He hasn't really done much fighting, but he's not hanging with that little stuff. Yeah. So he goes big, and out comes the big dog Thunder Megazord yeah. and also, the Tiger Zord. Strangely enough, because this is in Die Ranger. There is no White Ranger at this point. There is no Tiger so Ranger. So they made this harder on themselves. Yes. Just putting in White Ranger footage, even though this fight cannot accommodate They could have had an Tiger. out and sent him to face Goldar at the... Which would have been much cooler, but yeah. as you said, they're just pushing that white tiger sword i yeah. mean it is clean it is cool looking everyone wants that toy yeah they are trying to sell tiger zords right now and that's that's important i guess when they uh the zords come around and they get uh the power of thunder on them yeah finally we get some music with lyrics again as, yes as a, as a go they've power got rangers. a power and a force that you've never seen before yeah go go power rangers and at this uh, point freddie's been relieved part do yeah because Freddy didn't know what was happening. So I was, was really scared. I felt like I was watching some That now Wasp got cut. <laughs> I knew that couldn't be the case because he still has some songs to give us be, like that we haven't gotten to yet that I remember. They stopped using him in Zeo through Turbo. Yeah. And then bring him back for space. But Yeah. So we get our... Terror Blossom fight. Yeah. Which, it's silly that the tiger's in there, so they have him doing some tiger stuff, getting beat up by the by the flurries yeah, of Sakura he sends Blossoms. The, yeah, he sends the Sakura Blossoms at him, and it's yeah. just him just running through it. We do get the the White Ranger theme playing a little bit, well, White Ranger Tiger Power, I should say. Yeah. The second White Ranger theme. Yeah. And, like, what what goes on? Like, we cut to... To it's the still, kids and they're, they're looking stare, at the snake. St- yeah, still more of being stared down by an evil snake. Rocky mentions that he hates snakes. Yeah. So off put by It's kind of like are. Rocky's... Rocky is kind of a lot in life, unfortunately. Uh, as far as I remember, and we'll see, because we're getting there real, 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 real soon. But uh, Rocky is kind of just comedic relief. He's not a Red Ranger. He just, wears red, but Kimberly's more of the Red Ranger at this point. Yeah, he, Rocky just says, like I said, he's comedic relief. He just says some funny stuff and all that. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting into episodes featuring him, of him being a Ranger and stuff, because I want to see, like... Because right now, my view of Rocky is he's the Red Ranger who wasn't the Red Ranger. He's the Blue Ranger that necked himself. He's the Blue <laughs> Ranger that got replaced by a baby. Yeah. Like, all of my connotations of memory of Rocky yeah. are that Rocky sucks. Yeah. Unfortunately. And that Adam outshines him in every sense of the word. Yeah. So, hopefully, um, these episodes we get through and uh, we see some... Uh, we, we we see some good Rocky stuff. I, I, I sincerely hope that. Until we get to young Rocky where we know we see some good Rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so they say that we got to go save the kids. And 
Tommy's just got to get out. Yeah. He's like, what about the... He tells Tommy... He, this is very interesting because he says, well, what about the Terra Blossom? And he says, Zach and Jason will take care of that. So Tommy, Trini, well, fake Trini, Billy and Kimberly are going to this cave. Yes. Yeah. No, and no. I don't get why Trini was there outside of like, you know, they... Well, because they want the three that they can have together. Yeah. And they have to have an out for Mr. A. That's true. That, that That is what happens. So we get a fight right outside the cave. Decent enough. Yeah. Uh, tr- gosh, they... We do not understand why the White Ranger didn't just go in, or yeah. one of them didn't just go in, and they all stay out to fight putties, because Because eventually, that's exactly what they do, too. Like, yeah. they waste... They, they do this for a bit, but then finally, like, hey, go in and save them. We'll hold yeah. them here. Like, they eventually do that, so it's really weird. But, you know, well, why are we, they, they got, they got a, they got time to pad out here. So yeah. they got to do stuff. Uh, the fight's decent enough. Trini, man, it's so egregious how bad, like, these voice, these voiceovers are. The guy that's doing Austin is trying. He is trying. He is going for the inflection. The guy who did Zach is kind of doing it low. And yeah. You know what the worst part about this is? Is that Curtis and Richie are now written out of the show because their partners are not in the show. Like, yeah, Trini's not here, so Richie lost his job. Yeah. Curtis. Zach's gone, so Curtis lost his job. Yeah, like, because I don't think they show up ever again. No, they're gone. For sure, for sure? Yeah. Wow. So when we cut back to the cave, this snake is on Aisha, and she didn't step on its head. It's on her. It's wrapped around her, and she's just freaking out. Yeah. And we're watching this weird, like, kind of sped up, kind of slow down fight where not Trini is fighting. Yeah. And it's weird that it was only on that point where it was just solely uh, the Trini yeah. actor fighting. It is weird that it was like that. It maybe they, I don't know. Who knows? Like, not going to focus on it for too long because whatever. But, um, like we said, eventually they do split off where so, two of them hang outside to hold the putties while while the other two go inside. So uh, Billy and Trini run inside to uh, free the yeah. Stone Canyon trio. But while, there is a putty that takes a back bump against... Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I don't... I think that's... I think it's coming up. Yeah, it's but, not quite yet. Like, I think that's after they free the Stone Canyon trio... Because they, I believe it's Rocky that does it to him. I think it's Rocky that does it to him. Yeah. So, so uh, Kimberly and Tommy hang outside. Yeah. Billy and Trini go inside to uh, free the uh, Stone Canyon trio. Kim, uh, Trini shoots off the chains while Billy wrestles the snake. Yeah. She says, "Stand very still" in an egregious voice. <laughs> and it's so, oh, it's just so not tweet like at all. And. Billy, Billy flips over to the snake, grabs the snake. There, and there's a lot of cuts of very fake snake to very real snake. Yeah. And it just seems like they were like, you got to fight with this snake and it's going to pretend like it's going to put the venom of evil in you. Yeah. Which is okay for Billy because he's a good evil boy. <laughs> yeah. I was saying that, like, that wouldn't be so bad for David Yost. He would enjoy that. Yeah. But, uh, Trini runs up to Mr. A after she frees him, and she just teleports him out of there. Yeah. While the Stone Canyon run outside, the Stone Canyon trio run outside, and they see the fight. They jump right into it to help out. Yeah. Because that's who they are, and they're trained, you know? Uh, but yeah, this is where we get it. 
Rocky, well, Kimberly just yells out, aim for the Z. Which is Aisha... nice. Which is a nice bit because they're not from Angel Grove. Yeah. So they don't know. Yeah. But, um. We get lots of shots of Billy just wrestling with the snake in the snow. Smoke? <laughs> <laughs> wrestling with the snake in the snoke. <laughs> snake in the smoke. Yes. In, in the fog. In yeah. The, in the fog floor. Um. Yeah, the fight out. There's a fight outside. There's one party does a slow motion, like jump off the <laughs> and edge. And Aisha just raises her fist up. Yeah, so he land. So Z lands on her fist, and it does. Um, Rocky. Yeah, it, I believe it is Rocky that flips a putty. Yeah, and this poor actor, like you can tell, he has like a, an armadillo on or whatever you want to call it, yeah. like a back protector kind of thing going on. But this dude just hits, like he hits. The si- this is not like a prop. Yeah, this he, is not like a uh, a bit of of uh, of a setting or anything like that. This, this he back bumps against this mountain upside down, mm. jagged rocks just slamming his back. Yeah, this is just dirt and rocks, and he, ooh, he hits it. With, he hits it with enough force for some rocks to come loose. Yeah, he hits it so hard that like, and they do that Ranger Vision slow motion when he yeah. hits. That you see the wave of pain travel through his body. Yeah. And then he comes down and he necks. You you have to imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know how else you're falling, really, because he's falling straight down. Yeah. And they they have crash pads there, I'm sure. But uh, that that is probably, that is, you know what? That's probably the sickest bump we've seen. In Power Rangers. I know we saw... Oh, jeez. We saw that one take the kick. Yeah, we saw that one that may have had a sternum crack. (laughs) Yeah, we saw that one, and then we saw the one that took a Tommy kick straight to the neck. Yeah. There's been a couple, but... A Tommy tick. (laughs) My voice is not working today. Yeah, I bit my tongue, so it's been a weird struggle with it, fighting it here. But, um, yeah, this, this has to... This probably takes it. Just because the combination of him being propelled into that rock wall, back first, and then having to fall straight down—I don't care if crash pads are there. There is no way to or to like orient yourself to not. No matter what, your neck's taking everything. Yeah, you're like you. Maybe you can get your shoulders in on that, and you can you tuck in your chin, but it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good at all. But oh, it's it. it it is the the wickedest one I've seen in the show. So, after this terrifying this terrifying bump, <laughs> we cut to the Terror Blossom facing the Thunder Megazord, and Thunder Megazord just does the Thunder Slash and mm-hmm. defeats him. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Because that's all that happened in Die Ranger too. Because uh, this is at the point when Die Reno is Big Daddy Die Reno. Yeah, and... he's the man. Yeah, you don't. No fights last with him. Mm-hmm. You, you, that's it. He, he he's always clean sweeping. Um, Zed is upset, and he's bad at Goldar, been. and he should be. This is actually is Goldar's fault. Goldar yeah. could have. Why didn't he stay on hand for this, for this uh, transformation? This uh, why wasn't he the one converting, stopping the White Ranger? Yeah, there could have been a sick White Ranger Goldar fight because every one of them's great. Yeah, and then Kimberly. And Tommy, they take out the final two putties, 
and they go to save the Blue Ranger. And yeah, there's a part here where like, what are you doing? But the, what happens makes it irrelevant. Yeah. Because they run inside. They're like, because the Stone Cannon Trio is like, where's the blue one? Yeah. They run inside and Kimberly yells Billy as he's struggling on the ground. And it's just yeah. like, you guys just introduce yourselves today. Yeah. What are you doing? But like I said, it makes it all irrelevant. What happens next? Because after they get the snake off Billy and Kimberly shoots it without touching the trigger, by the way, of the gun. Yeah. Um, I know, small, nerdy, nitpicky thing. But uh, they have to pull Billy's uh, mask off because he's, like, suffocating. They pull his helmet off. Because he's down in the Goldar smoke. Yeah, yeah. He, there's Goldar's house runoff. Yeah, and they pull off his helmet. And, and he's the most gorgeous man. <laughs> like underneath. They look at him and they're like, oh, Billy. David Yost's hair is perfect. And as soon as they see Billy, they know that Pink Ranger is Kimberly. Yeah, because they're like, Billy, then you must be, yeah. And uh, Kimberly pulls off her helmet. We noticed something, too, with the... with uh, Kimberly's helmet's got Amy's, some damage on it. Amy's helmet, it has some scuffs on it. While uh, Tommy pulls off his helmet, too. His pristine helmet. Yeah. And, like, Kim- Kimberly has this whole, like, side... Yeah. Kimberly has this whole, like, side thing going on with her hair. Her makeup's real subtle. Everything about it works for and me. They are, the, they are so gorgeous. What an introduction those uh, the Stone Canyon kids get to the secret identity of the, of the Rangers, because they are all Im- immaculate. Yeah. Beautiful. Trini brings Mr. A back to the park. He's like, your baby's here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Mr. A See goes running off to, to look for said I mean, baby. I mean, that's fine. What would the power rate, what would you do if you're like drop in and let Bulk and Skull hear your not voice? That's true. Yeah, yeah fair enough. They're trying to find out who the Rangers are. You could have dropped them a little closer because the guy goes out in a mad sprint looking for the child. Yeah. He runs into Bulk and Skull and the baby is well taken care of. They managed to change the diaper using one of Skull's bandanas. Yep. And then Bulk and Skull do like a, like a celebratory dap. Yeah. Because they're, they're proud of themselves. It's... Feel good, boys. They're you good. feel real good. Yeah. Zed has decided that those three are going to be his kids. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a vendetta now. Yeah. He's like, a set of evil rangers. That is something that we should be pursuing. Yeah. But um, at the command center... They uh, have brought in the kids, even though... You notice that, though? Like, so... They have an old shot of all of them from behind. That's from a previous episode. And then they superimposed Rocky, Aisha, Colt, Adam, Tum Tum in, like, in front of the controls. Did you see that? Yes. They're like, so you know when you go to the movie theaters and you've never, ever sit in the very front row? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I don't know if you've ever experienced I've one. had to sit in the front row Yeah, I've had times. to as well. Um, this is their spot. They get they're put at the foot of the tube, and they're just like have to they have to careen the neck straight up to look at to look at a Zordon. I do have one issue with this. You cannot enter the power chamber without a coin. True, but I'm searching. Was there ever anyone else besides Ivan? The Rangers before they got their powers. The Rangers, <laughs> yeah. So maybe Zordon can allow. Like maybe if maybe you can't enter on your own without a power coin. Maybe the doors won't open for you without your employee ID. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
maybe that I mean I accept that they had to bring in Rocky Aisha Colt Adam Tum Tum into uh, into the command center for them to be there but um yeah so uh, basically Zordon's like you gotta swear <laughs> and he makes them take an oath yeah of solemnly swearing that they will never tell the identities of the Power Rangers yeah. who they really are or why they left the show. Yeah. <laughs> like you're the only other people to know the secret identity. Um, and there's or a very very funny line. Yeah. Or in like not meant to be funny, but like they're like Alpha did a check on your background. And he found out that you are some upstanding citizens. You're model citizens. You're yeah. loyal. You're strong. You're everything. So. You cool. You cool to know this. Yeah. Well, I like that so much. It's like, oh, Alpha's going to do a background check. And if we find something we don't like, if we find something that conflicts with our image, you're going to get, uh, you're going to get well endeavored, you know, <laughs> like, like, you're going to, uh, best wishes and all that. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Much like Jason, Zach and Trini. Yes. Yeah. They got future endeavored. Yeah. Future endeavored. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to think of. Future but which, Wish you the best in your future endeavors. Yeah. Get out. They didn't they didn't get a they're no longer with us. Yeah. <laughs> um so back at the park. They roll up on Mr. A, Jacob, Bulk and Skull, mm-hmm. and they talk about how the Power Rangers saved him. Bulk and Skull are like, we need to do interviews with you very in depth about the Power Rangers. Yeah. And then uh Mr. A's like, no, we gotta get back to Stone. Stone Canyon, we'll give you back your bandana skull after we wash it. Skull's like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's on bare baby butt, so yeah. I understand. Um, but he's like, you guys did such a good job of uh, of taking care of my baby. Maybe you'd like to do it again. And they're like, oh, well, we're busy. See you later. Yeah, yeah. Bulk's like, in fact, we're out of here. They take off. Everyone shares a laugh and that high five, freeze frame. That's it. That's that's the uh, that's our introduction to the Stone Canyon Trio. Yep. And what a time! Episode two killed me. It's terrible. Ninja Encounter Part Two nicks it. You do not need to watch it. There is literally nothing there. Not they they the episode starts and ends in the same position they were basically. Like I mean, sure, uh, Zach, Trini, and Jason are mannequins, but. What's the difference, you know? Yeah. You're, you already had people that, that were posing as them anyway. It, it really doesn't need to be watched. You can go from Ninja Counter Part 1 to Ninja Counter Part 3 and not miss a thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the first two, the first episode and the last episode are good. They really advance the story. We get yeah. to meet our new kids. First episode especially was very, very, very funny and, enter- and entertaining. Real yeah. good time. But yeah, uh, episode one and three, or part one and three, go ahead and check it out. Part two, forget it, never watch it. Yeah. Uh, but this is, you can tell, that, like, is like uh, with the whole wire work and stuff like that, the landscape is changing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we already knew that, like, because the, the signs were already there. The opposite of track was the last time we saw, you know, yeah. our Walter, Twee, and Austin. But now, like, you can definitely tell. This is a whole new beast, like the way the way things will be from a, here on out. It's a new regime. It's a new time. We got a Red Ranger that's not a Red Ranger. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everything's different. Yeah. And now we're in Power Rangers. 
Like, it's sad to say, like, until this point in time, we were watching them learn to make Power Rangers. Yeah. And now they know how to make Power Rangers. Yeah. And this is where the series gains everything. Yeah, I mean, it was already... uh... It was already a phenomenon, but it was at that point, like, I don't think anyone, it was big, but people didn't know the legs it would have. Yeah. And now you get a movie going on. As we said, like, the movie was being filmed at this time. It was very, very shortly after the new team came in. So, yeah, man, hold on to your butts. Yep. We We got a lot ahead of us. A lot of, a lot of good. A lot of good ahead of us, but um, that'll but, that's that's our block for yeah. this week. And because we got a lot ahead of us, yeah. even tonight, we're gonna call this one. Thank you so much for listening to our show. New episodes drop every Monday and every Thursday on your favorite podcatcher. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. Absolutely. You can get that at rainer.bandcamp.com. While you're there, you can also get their albums In Circles and Disasters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe another project. We haven't heard about it yet. Yeah, yeah. At the can. time of this recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. Yeah. If we have, I also re-recorded this outro. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you like that laugh? I did. Okay, that's good. It felt re- real uneasy. <laughs> uh, if you like the show a lot and you want to check out some of our other projects, you can head over to patreon.com slash power playthrough where we are doing other Saban shows, um, VR Troopers, Big Bad Beetleborgs, Masked Rider, Mystic Knights, Superhuman Samurai, Cyber Super Squad, <laughs> and then, Tattooed uh, Teenagers from Beverly Hills. Oh, don't say that because it'll become real. Uh, but they can't, and then, uh, you know, the, uh, I guess the, the Holy Grail. Samurai Pizza Cat. Well, I guess now, thanks to Jeb informing us of it, but no, the you know our favorite our favorite uh, terrapins, big big bad beetleborgs. No terrapins, turtles. Oh, <laughs> I'm a Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> the next mutation. Yes, yes. <laughs> You yes. know what if that's so? What if that's a banger? What if we'll get there and we just have so much fun? I loved that show when it was coming out. I thought I did too. I haven't watched it since, so maybe uh, Venus is real hard to deal with. Mm-hmm. But and that accent too. It's because of her terribly racist accent that yeah. she is hard to deal with. Yeah. But all in all, the show is good. It's just not turtles. It's not even not turtles. It's. The show isn't bad. It's just the character. Okay. And the fact that... We'll see. The fact that she's like shoehorned in real hard. Yeah. I had a Venus figure. I liked her when it was coming out. Yeah. Because like you couldn't tell me anything about I thought turtles. it was cool because we could have another person play with us on the trampoline. Well, I always thought it was... I thought it was cool that a girl could play with us. That's what I meant. Like like, yeah. like Joey's sister Brianna could play with us if you want. Because like, at that point I was starting to look at girls. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best way you could have said that. I was starting to look at girls. <laughs> I mean, Ashley. Mhm. 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 I mean, but yeah, well, Cassie. Those yeah, but that show but, I mean, astronomer. 
my awakening was probably diva talks. <laughs> they've mentioned that before, but geez. Um, anyway, that show will be talked about when we get to space because this strain will never stop. Until Content's we, always coming. Content is always coming. Uh, if you want to keep up with what we're doing on everything, you can follow us on all of our social media, P Playthrough on Facebook and Twitter, Power Playthrough on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're out here doing this. Doing it. <laughs> and again, thank you so much for listening. And may the power protect you.